You're listening to Classic Movies Live on Heatwave Radio, the uh, pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out. Today's movie has been out for a couple of months now, uh, but is getting a lot of um, it's getting a lot of uh, attention going into awards season. Today we're going to talk about Parasite, the South Korean movie, uh, the the new movie by South Korean director Bong Joon Ho. You might know him from Snowpiercer or Okia. Uh, we do actually talk a little bit about. Okia just before this. Um, maybe don't pay attention to that part. Uh, and then later on, um, we give the spoiler warning and everything. If you haven't seen this movie, uh, you know, we let you know where the spoilers happen, but you probably should just watch it. Like, we both really like this movie, and the less you know about this movie going in, the better. So we'll still be here if you want to just pause right now and go watch Parasite. We'll still be here when you get back. Uh, so we will see you then. And until then, here is a snippet from the Academy Award shortlisted song for Best Original Song, uh, Soju, One Glass. to Classic Movies Live on Heatwave Radio, the pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out, except that this time, uh, the movie didn't just come out, actually. I mean, in the last couple of the last couple of episodes that we've released, the movies haven't just come out, because we've actually recorded them right after the scene, the movies, in theaters, but uh, I have been very late on submitting those, so, like, they're usually a couple of months behind. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think this movie was definitely something, a movie that fell below the radar. A little bit. Um, because of it's a foreign movie. And then... Yeah, so uh, I guess if I, I, th- I don't think I mentioned it. We are talking today about the Korean movie Parasite. Mm-hmm. And um, this movie, uh, yes, it did fall below the radar a little bit, but it was like one of very few foreign movies to actually get a full wide release. Like, I've been to a couple of places since it came out. I think it actually officially released in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been... Early November. I early remember, November, yeah. yeah. So And it released in Kelowna early November as well. And it was in Vancouver, which I guess is obvious. But I went to Nebraska where, like, there's one theater I know of in Nebraska that regularly plays tinier indie movies. Mm-hmm. And this was actually at a main theater. So, like... Wow. Um, yeah, so this movie, for a foreign film, got a really wide release over here, which was pretty impressive. And I guess it's because uh, the director of this movie is actually, as far as, as far as foreign directors go, this guy is fairly well known. Probably currently the best known um, South Korean director, mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, he's the only one that I could name, but I... I, I don't even think I can name him. <laughs> um... What's his name? Bong Joon-ho. Okay. And he did Snowpiercer and Okia. I think that's... Oh, he's that guy. Yeah, I want to say that uh, he's probably best... He's The reason his name is... uh, The reason he's probably the um, most well-known South Korean director here would probably be because of Okia, which was a Netflix uh, movie. Pretty high profile. Netflix pushed it pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, I actually haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Um, My sister saw it. She's... 
uh, likes animals, mm-hmm. and it's an animal rights movie. And she liked it quite a bit, except the uh, she noticed that the characterization, the main char- the main good guys in that movie are the Animal Liberation Front, which is a terrorist organization. Mm. So she didn't love that. Okay. Um, but why? Because uh, they killed. Did they kill people? Well, no. They like to they are animals, or I don't know that they actually kill. I'm. I'm I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to misrepresent the animal. I don't want to misrepresent terrorists here. Yes. But uh, the <laughs> I, I don't think they actually kill people, but they do uh, pretty violent and like extreme acts of vandalism in the name of liberating animals. Sometimes uh, very silly things like they'll they're the kind of people that I don't know if this is actually an example, but like they'll go into uh They'll go into like labs for animal testing and just release all the animals without thinking about the consequences of that. Yeah. You know, they, I guess the ends, ju- well, the ends, I don't know. Anyway, that's, I can't speak too, too much on the animal liberation front. And it's not super relevant to this movie, mm. so, but uh, yeah. Um, so this movie, Parasite, uh, this movie uh, actually just won, okay, here we go, dating dating the podcast again. This just won Best Foreign Picture at uh, the Golden Globes. Yeah, very I think exciting. deservedly so. Mm-hmm. And it is thought to be a contender. I think it was actually in the running at the Golden Globes for Best Picture. It, it didn't, should have been. It didn't there. win, but it was in the running alongside uh, alongside 1917, which did win. Mm. Um, and this, the, the Oscar nominations are not out yet at the time of this recording, but it is thought by quite a few people to be potentially a, uh, it's probably, it might. A front runner. I don't know about front runner, but definitely like likely to get a nomination for best picture. I doubt it. I doubt it'll win, but. I really want it to. I would too. Yeah. Because it's been it's been a while since a foreign movie's won Best Picture. Uh, Roma. Roma didn't win Best Picture. Oh, who, Roma who won did? Best uh, Foreign Language Picture, and Green Book won last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was a whole thing. But Roma won like I think Best Director. Roma won like five. Best Screenplay. Maybe? It won Best no, Director. It not... won Best International, and I think it did. I think it did win. No, Best. it won Best Cinematography. Which was also. Alfonso, yeah, because I remember, uh, like, last year I was watching the Oscars, and my favorite part was just watching Alfonso come up and, like, put aside his old speech and get his new speech (laughs) ready. He definitely had, like, five prepared. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think by the, after his third one, I'm like, I don't even care, Uh, you know, my, my pick for most of the other things that Roma is nominated in wouldn't be Roma, but I just want it to win so that I can see Alfonso do another speech. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, so yeah, that's uh, well. I'm just thinking, like talking about all that stuff. That's all Oscar stuff, and that yeah. was last year. Yeah, we're gonna get to more Oscars this year again. We're gonna have a special episode on them. Hopefully, hopefully it'll release very, very, very quickly after the Oscar nominations. Yeah, next week, I guess. There's actually a decent chance that you're hearing this episode after the Oscars episode. Probably, yeah. So, anyway, so Parasite. Parasite. <laughs> Let's talk about Parasite. Parasite uh, is a movie about a poor. Korean family yes. that basically infiltrates the 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 home of a of a very rich family mm-hmm. in Korea and infiltrates through basically they pretend to be people they're not in order to get jobs working for them inside their house. Yes. And the family slowly basically 
in they're not I was gonna say infects, but they they basically slowly what what's the like they they stealthily move in and take take place in there. Um, Anyways. yeah, I don't know the exact word you're um, looking for, but that's exactly it. They they assimilate right to the into the household. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wackiness <laughs> ensues. I guess. I mean, kind of. This same movie, way of saying it. This movie hits a lot of beats. Like it's really funny, but also it's like very dark and socially conscious. And there's a couple of scenes that are just like actually brutal uh i saw someone online say it it juggles about 12 different genres and nails every one of them Mm -hmm. and like that's probably true yeah so yeah the the movie it starts out with uh the son of this family gets recommended by his friend as a as an english tutor for this rich family yeah and um then He's like, all right, well, this rich family, what else do they need? They, and so he recommends, uh, he sees that the the youngest son of the rich family is into art. So he's like, oh, I happen to know an art teacher. And in comes his sister. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, I don't know if you like your driver so very much. Why don't we, uh, I happen to know a driver. And in comes his dad. Yeah. And then they manage to replace the maid with with his mom. Yeah. So by So like. Well, the schemes. The schemes to get each person in is, like, higher concept every time. They, yeah. they go through a lot more work for each one. Yeah, the first one is just, uh, he just says, hey, you could probably use an art teacher. Yeah. The second one, they have to, like, get rid of the first driver, and it's, kind of, and it's you know, slightly elaborate what they have to do to get rid of the first driver to bring in uh, the, his dad as a new yeah. driver, and then, like, there's an entire 15-minute scene getting rid of the housekeeper, which is probably like a highlight of the movie. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. I it's, love that it's part. It's hilarious and dark and mm-hmm. kind of creepy in some ways. Yeah. And how much effort they go into manipulating this rich family. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's, it's really weird because you're, you're kind of you – feel, you feel kind of bad for cheering for them so much. Yeah. The family, which I like because like – you you relate you want them to succeed because they're poor, and like you want to like because it's it's kind of it feels like the usual like oh poor people overcome the rich through brains or whatever like yeah see except, in movies. except in this case the rich people are actually fully the victims in this like there's no I can only think of like the rich people don't even come across as bad guys at all except the um, the head of the household. He clearly has, like, a couple of maybe... He, he's clearly a little bit elitist, but even that, not very much. Yeah, he's elitist and spoiled, but he's not, like, a bad person no, deep um, down. So it's it's weird because, like... You want them to lose. You want The, the, <laughs> the villains of this movie are also the protagonists. Yeah. They, there's no two ways about it. But even if they are the villains, like, you're... Yeah, you're still... Yeah, you're I guess still that makes them the protagonists, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want them to win. But yeah, it really it starts off as a the like with genre switching. It starts off as a, a comedy, mm-hmm. or I'd say like a light comedy kind of, and then it kind of slowly turns into a dark comedy, and then later like, and the, I, I'd say after the second the second half of the movie, um, which is kind of weird. I feel like this movie it didn't really follow a three act structure in some ways. No, it, it was structured um, very oddly. It was because. Uh... Yeah, when I started watching this movie, I thought, well, the about the time that um, 
there's two people working in the rich in the rich house. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so this movie is going to be about how they all end up working in the rich house. But that yeah. happens probably a half an hour, 45 minutes in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, where can it go now? And yeah. then it changes pretty dramatically into something else. Yeah. How do we want to talk about this movie? So I don't know. We've, do, do, can we just say spoilers? It's really hard to talk about this movie without spoilers. Yeah, I'm just thinking, is there anything that we want to mention? I, I, you know what? Let's. Yeah, we're going to start talking about spoilers here because I feel like this movie, um, if you're just listening to this now and you haven't seen, or if, you, you've gotten to, if you've gotten to this point in the podcast and you haven't seen Parasite, you should stop and just watch it. Yeah. This movie is better the less you know about exactly. it. Exactly. I'll, I guess before we talk about spoilers, I'll just say like, um, the like the act every everything about this movie like even without like spoilers it's just like it's amazing like mm-hmm. even before it gets into the the di- the different stuff like the stuff we told you about is mm-hmm. still like really really good it's it's funny it's it's sad um the the acting is really good the acting is really good the yeah. the dialogue's good i like, have seen i've seen a couple of articles well, one article specifically where someone was saying that the supporting actor branch of the academy of the academy uh, is probably going to be quite sympathetic to the uh, the the poor dad in this family mm-hmm. uh, or in this movie because he, I mean, one he did an incredible job. Yeah, he's a great actor in this, uh, and also they just thought that like they they thought that even though he wasn't up for awards anywhere else, he would um, he might they they picked him as a front runner for supporting actor for the academy as well yeah so which is well deserved oh for sure if if that were to happen yeah uh he's up against some pretty strong competition this year Mm -hmm. hopefully all of which will get nominated Mm -hmm. uh willem dafoe got completely sidelined at the golden globes but i think he's got a good chance at the oscar when that comes around yeah anyway yeah um, so acting was really good the direction mm -hmm. just everything about it i I can't i can't stress that enough and also like i don't plot. well i don't usually uh i don't even usually comment on this uh on this oscar but like production design this had excellent production design like that entire house yeah the house is amazing like both Mm -hmm. i guess both houses yeah it really shows the because a, a big part of this movie is just looking at the differences between the rich and the poor. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's like very obviously about class disparity, but mm. also in a very like in a good way. It's not it's not annoying the point that it's trying yeah. to get across. It's just very uh, that's that's clearly what it is. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's something that movies have talked about a lot before, but. But this one this really movie, it just does it really well. Yeah, it really it really drives that point home because like uh I mean the characters the rich characters and the poor characters are entirely different and not only that but the poor characters act fairly quite quite different from themselves depending on where they are. Mm-hmm. And also um I mean and like I said you see just in the set design as well um that really illustrates what uh the, the themes of this movie it's just a well done movie overall yeah um yeah let's talk about spoilers so okay. if you've made it to this point uh this is your last spoiler warning for parasite um three two one there's spoilers now okay, okay there, there's spoilers so, spoilers so yeah so halfway i want to say it's like almost exactly halfway through the movie pretty much um the they discover a, a hidden room under under the under the house through mm-hmm. so so the old 
the old maid yeah. basically comes back and she wants to, she says she, under the pretext that she has to take something from the basement. Mm-hmm. And then she goes downstairs and then she opens like this. Bomb shelter. Bomb, Yeah, bomb shelter. And then. It turns out that her husband has been living there for four years and she's been, uh, and she's been like giving food to him that the entire time she's worked there. Yeah. So, and I, I loved this scene even more the second time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh. When you get to that scene, you realize that um, Bong Joon-ho, without without making it obvious, has been building up to this the entire time. Yeah. Like, uh, the first thing, one of the first things they say about the housekeeper um, is in the, when, um, when, gosh, I don't know his name, but the, uh, when the driver's just been hired. Uh, uh, when, when the dad's just been yeah, hired as a dad, driver. Yeah. And uh, he's driving the... Uh, um, the guy from the guy that he works for and she's, and, uh, he has, oh, actually this is right after the housekeeper has been fired and Mm. he says, oh yeah, well, she was great. She, she was just really good for the family. She was a great cook. I mean, we, we need another housekeeper because my, my wife can't do, can't do housework. I'm not around to do housework. You know, the only problem with that housekeeper is that she always ate enough for two. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. No, I, I, I know what's now. going on yeah. there. <laughs> and then also, I don't know if you caught this, but when she gets down, the reason that um, her husband is there is because he's on the run from debt collectors after taking out a huge loan to uh, start up a Taiwanese cake shop mm. that did not work out. Mm-hmm. And very early into the movie you find out that one of the last jobs that uh, uh, one of the uh, that about four ish years ago, the uh, the father of the poor family had a job at a Taiwanese cake shop. Oh, so, so it's like, the same one. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you actually know this guy. Yeah. I mean, they never they never come across like they know each other, but like they worked at the same it's place. Coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just like, I really like tight writing like that. And I mean, it's callbacks. Yeah. Callbacks. And when it's, when it means something, but even if it doesn't necessarily, um, play into each other heavily, mm-hmm. I guess, because the Taiwanese cake shop never comes up. It's just, it's just a yeah. callback. It's just early. cute, cute writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but around that time, when you see this bomb shelter, it goes from up until now, it's been about one family basically infiltrating this other family. Now it's a fight between two families that have infiltrated the same family and like they need to make sure that they need to try and get the other one either found out while making sure that they aren't yeah. kind of. Um, and that escalates to that escalates quite a bit. Yeah. But you know, right after they get discovered, there's actually, you know, a probably 20 minute scene that's all both families trying to extort each other essentially. Mm. Um, yeah, this is, I was really happy when this happened because the first time that I watched this movie, it, you know, we, the entire family had gotten in. They all had, uh, they all had jobs with the rich family. I'm like, okay, where can it go now? And then that happened. And I went, wow, yeah. that's not what I expected at all. I don't know what I expected, but yeah. not that. <laughs> yeah. So what, what are your thoughts? What do you got? I just, I, I remember thinking, I thought it was going to turn into like a full on horror movie when yeah. I thought she was possessed or something. Which I, I kind of wanted in a way because I remember at the start of the movie there was some the 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 daughter made up some like 
like the the son had some mental issues or something. So the son, then, yeah, the the daughter comes in to give the son uh, art therapy, but she doesn't yeah. actually know anything about art therapy. She just googled it. Yeah, and so the son keeps he keeps drawing these pictures, which are they're fine. They're not that good actually. Yeah. but like he always over in the corner, she notices that he always writes like. Um, lots of dark scribbles. Lots of dark scribbles, and it's like a fairly consistent pattern, or at least she says it is. Mm-hmm. And she says, this is the schizophrenia zone, mm-hmm. which is stupid, mm-hmm. not true. But like um, when she points this out, she's like, did anything happen to your son in first grade? Just like throwing out nonsense. Yeah. And the mom goes, yeah, he saw a ghost in first grade. Yeah. And so this ghost is obviously like one of the times that her husband came up from the uh, – from the basement and then like didn't come up all the way. He just like went back down. Yeah. But the son, the, the kids saw, um, the guy coming up from the basement and then had a seizure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's all this stuff that there that, that's building up to it kind of. And yeah. like, I guess I'm glad that it didn't become an all out horror movie, but I can see why you'd think that. Right? Yeah. I guess like, well, it, it definitely kept the, the theme of, um, because it was a call, I, I guess it, it did. So that that did have a payoff mm-hmm. eventually, but it was like, um, I don't know. I, I guess it's it's good that it kept grounded because it, it kept the theme of poor people essentially. Because right. that was the main theme of the whole thing is just like, just how the poor have to live under under the rich and what they have to do to survive in some sense, mm-hmm. um, and how they're actually how they're stuck there as well. Yeah, um, because the way this movie ends. Um, the situation has has ended up in a way where basically uh, the the poor family, the, the son of the poor family, now has to, like, he's got his own dreams and everything, but even his dreams keep him poor for, would keep him poor forever just in pursuit of, like, having his family back. Yeah. And even when that happens, it's he's still not rich. He's just, mm-hmm. he's, he's stuck, basically. Stuck in that position. Yeah. That that was that like that's not a complaint. It's just more like I was kind of hoping. I would say for the pay- horror movie, but yeah, the payoffs in this movie exist, but they're not necessarily what you'd expect. I would say. I guess yeah, um, but I I do want to say like so, um, I think the chemistry between the family, like I think it was important that they nail how close this family is before mm-hmm. shit goes down. Essentially, yeah, and they did that in the first scene. They kind, did. Honestly. It was really efficient. Like The very first scene is uh, the son and the daughter of the family walking through their house trying to find Wi-Fi. Yeah. And, like, trying to figure out... Basically, basically, like, they need Wi-Fi in order to survive because they can't contact anyone since their phones have been turned off. Yeah. So the only thing they have is WhatsApp. Yeah. And so they're walking through... And the son, the the mom and dad aren't really doing anything, but they're mm. just sort of like providing, you know, go here, try oh, this here. place over Advice. here, make sure that you uh, check WhatsApp when you have it. Yeah. And um, the first thing that it does is it shows us their entire house, which, like I said, the set design in this is great, mm-hmm. and their entire, uh, the entire apartment where they live in is extremely con- compact and like really gross yeah. well especially like i love the the bathroom yeah it's amazing that how like i i guess i just love how like the toilet is basically it's it's on a level up yeah compared to everything else and it's like so i think you have to crouch yep. i mean you have to like yeah. bend over even if you're sitting First, down you have to climb and then yeah. you have to crouch on the toilet just to like 
yeah. go to like do like one of life's <laughs> most simple <laughs> yeah. desires. Um, but like it's just the little things like that, and then how yeah they had to cramp, they had to crouch beside the toilet to use the Wi-Fi. But that that first scene really showed that they they work together. Like mm-hmm. no one was, they weren't complaining about like oh man, like why don't we have Wi-Fi and like a really no they, they, were, they were whining. They were just like okay, how do we work? Like, yeah, how do we work together to, to overcome this Wi-Fi, current problem, yeah. which is just Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, and it shows that. And that scene, the kids are the ones that seem to be the the ambitious ones. Yeah, they're the ones that kind of come up with things, and the parents are extremely supportive. Yeah, exactly. So from the start, they don't have to say anything. You know, this family works together. Yeah. Um, to get get through life. And yeah. at the same at the same time, you see when with the rich family throughout the entire uh, throughout the entire movie. I mean, they don't hate each other, but they're kind of the opposite. Where. Yeah. Um, the mother does something, but like mo- she doesn't take the the kids are taken care of mostly by the housekeeper. Mm. The mother just sort of sits around. The dad is never around. Mm. Uh, and what I found really weird, and I don't know exactly how to read into it yet, but every time, um, every time the poor dad brings up to the rich dad, well, you do love your wife. He gets like really, really defensive about it. Yeah. And, like, in 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 part, it's because like every time that that's brought up, the way it's brought up kind of comes across really patronizing. Mm-hmm. But also like he completely ignores. He never says he he'll always like deflect and um ne- he never answers the question or never I guess acknowledges it. Mm-hmm. He always deflects and he gets like very upset when that yeah. when that comes up. I I thought I, I think it's just a cool way of separating. The fam, like this yeah, family, yeah. has to work together to survive. Yeah, like I don't. Where the other and family they, and they love each other for was the other family. They're rich. They don't really need each other. Yeah. So like, there's an obvious separation of how the family dynamics work based yeah. off of class. Mm-hmm. And I guess you see that just you see that with the housekeeper as well. Um, I mean, her her husband cannot will not survive outside of her care. Mm-hmm. Like it's just impossible. Yeah. So what she's willing to do mm-hmm. for her husband. So I so yeah, from from the the, the family the family works. And uh I would say like I love the like at, at the halfway point before everything happens, there's this really uh, amazing scene where basically they won. Like the family the rich family's out on a trip and mm-hmm. then they were relaxing in the rich house and they're talking about like their dreams for the future and like um, just reminiscing on what they've done and stuff yeah, and like drinking together. And it was just really, cause they, they had a scene like that at the start where they were drinking together with like, they had like really cheap, like beer cans yeah. and, and chips to eat for dinner. Whereas well, this it was time, right after they were all, uh, after they'd finished folding a bunch of pizza boxes cause they needed like any money they could get. Yeah. And it was like, like a cool contrast. Like yeah. you could, you, you could even in the way, like almost end the movie there, like. I mean, in a way, movie, like it wouldn't have been, it it wouldn't, it wouldn't have but moved. it does. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That was kind of like the end of that section. Um, but that, I just remember it was really nice. Like it went on really. It was really. I think it was really cool because it went on a little long, mm-hmm. and that like because I was just waiting. You knew something was gonna happen, something, yeah. right? It was like the well, house was dark. The house was dark. The and rich family was gone. The rich they could family. Come was, out. So the rich family was gone. And they'd gone camping. Yeah. But at this time, like when they're having their, when they're sitting around having their discussion, like it is pouring buckets outside. Yeah. So you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I never thought of that, huh? Yeah, because um, like they can't, they camp, can't if, camp if it's raining. If it's if it's raining that hard, like yeah. literally things were flooded. Yeah, and there was was there like lightning and thunder too yeah. in that scene. Yeah. So like just everything about that scene was like, like it just felt like impending doom for them. Impend. It was it was definitely like the calm before the storm, but mm. um, it was nice because at, at the same. So you have you know sense of impending doom with mm. lightning and thunder and. Uh, everything is and then like torrential rain outside but it's this extremely calm scene where they're just talking about their dreams like you said and it's like i i think it was just really because essentially like they got what they wanted and like you but it was like halfway through the movie Mm -hmm. and you so you knew like something has to happen yeah but that scene it was like a five minute scene of just them just talking it was really quiet and everything um, so it was like it was. I guess it was a really nice like send off, like for the family, just like a final like they're together, they're happy, and like they, you really feel for them because mm-hmm. they like oh they they won, you know. Yeah. Um, and then like honestly, like so I was that, that's when I was I was expecting like the house was dark. I was expecting like a ghost. I was expecting the family to come home early. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like maybe the rich the the rich family knew the whole time like. And, like, they were just messing with them. Right. So that, like, they would come back and, like, or maybe, like, and shit would go down. Um, but the last thing I expected was the housekeeper to come back. And, and, I was and so to cool. have a secret bunker where she stores her husband. I know, yeah. No, but the thing is, like, the the, the doorbell rings and, like, I think it was just a cool sub, subversion because you're, you're thinking it's the family, right? Yeah. And they're, because that's what the, the family... The, the poor family's thinking, too, is like, right. oh, we're going to get caught, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's the, the housekeeper, and she looks... Like, She's I, almost unrecognizable. Yeah, that's the... At first, I was like, who is that? Um, I think that's, that's actually, like, a really good... I think the way they place the camera... I don't know if all house, cam- house security cameras are like that, but it was, like, a very, like... It was a very uncomfortable way to see her, you know? She was, like, looking up... She's looking up. It's very close. It kind of looks, what's the word, convex, where like, um, oh, is it like a fisheye lens or a? Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Where like her face is stretched weird too, just because of the camera. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very, it was kind of unsettling. Like. I know. Yeah. And that's why I think it gave off the look of like, she, she's like dement, like she's going to like hurt them or something, which was kind of weird. There were a couple things that felt a little too convenient for the plot to get going. Like, I wouldn't, I was surprised they let her in. Um, but I guess, like, when you think about it, the family, in some ways, they're not, they're, they're not as smart as they're seen, if that makes sense. What do you mean? They're not as smart as, as they like, seem? They, they're they... portrayed in the movie at the start to be, like, very intelligent. And yeah. that, like, they, they infiltrate the house mm-hmm. and they come up with extremely, like, complex plans to, um, to to win over yeah. the the spots right, but then like they do stuff like like let the let the person in. Well, it's, it's I think yeah. it kind of makes sense because it's a reminder that like in the end these they aren't actually that smart. Well, I mean, I think what it comes down to is that they have very specific goals, and they'll go out of their way to meet those goals, but also like they're more concerned with getting to a place than necessarily staying there. Yeah. Like, I think they were just so shocked. Mm-hmm. I, it, it felt kind of lazy. Like, I, I wish there was a more of a reason for them to let her in. I guess they didn't want any trouble. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, But I, I, 
I guess it was also kind of a reminder, yeah, that like, like they they were kind of they were in a way poor for a reason. Yeah, like, they, well, I mean, they let their guard down. They didn't. They they figured what could possibly happen now. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so and then once, but then that 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 sets off the plot, and mm-hmm. then, um, everything about that scene was just really like creepy too. I love. Yeah. I, there's a one shot where the camera follows down them down at the yeah the basement, it follows follows the wife into the basement and it's it's a long shot yeah it's a long shot and it's um this basement is kind of like a, it, it comes across like a labyrinth it's not even very it's not like it's just, that long no. or in depth or anything but yeah. it's um the way she goes down it's it's really creepy it is and like yeah. it doesn't have to be all it is is she's going down two flights of stairs mm-hmm. So I, it's just, um, I think like, I mean, that's, it just comes back to every time he, every time, uh, Bong Joon-ho does like a tonal shift, he just nails it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What well, else? I think it worked well because uh, like the whole premise of the movie is kind of creepy, mm-hmm. but they like cover it with humor, right? Yeah. So like the, the entrance of like the change of tone in that scene or for the whole movie, I guess, in that point, it's just, like, it was just kind of, like, it felt very natural. Um, it was, like, peeling off the layer of comedy and just showing off, showing what was there all along, which is, like, kind of, like, a creepy movie. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the end, like, they were doing exactly what the family was doing, yeah. too. It was just, like, less funny because the they were both insane. And it's kind of interesting when that happens because um, it sort of brings up the idea how many people are doing this? How many people, uh, and they bring it up again at the end, how many uh, people who are working jobs aren't actually, not only aren't qualified for those jobs, but are just parasites, essentially, living off of, you know, just trying to make their way, living off of, I don't know, charlatanitry? What's it called? Anyway. Um, Yeah, Yeah. this is like literally one rich family, and they, they, incidentally, two entire families, like, Are leeching off them very literally and, in the same um, house. At the end of the at the end of the movie, uh, one of the guys, wa- the main character, wakes up in the hospital, mm-hmm. and the first thing he says is, "I saw a doctor who didn't look like a doctor, and a detective who didn't look like a detective." Yeah. And I mean, maybe they are a doctor and a detective. Who knows? But the implication is obviously like, did these people also just lie to get into yeah, this job? What's real? And it's very, and it's, <laughs> it's very, very possible. possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, the tonal shift was really good. I loved still. It was still funny though too. Mm-hmm. There were scenes like there's that one scene. Um, so the family comes back. Yeah. And like the way they clean up everything is kind of funny. Well, like, to me, th- this part shouldn't be funny. But at the when the family comes back, she um, the the mother prepares this. Uh, she prepares this. Uh, I think like it's called rom- ramdon. I think ramdon, it's ramen and yeah. udon. Yes. Yeah, but like she that. she prepares that. She's got it ready. That old housekeeper is coming up the stairs. She just walks over, kicks her real quick, and yeah. then just like goes, "Oh, here." It's so your, natural. Your and like and people burst out laughing at that scene. Oh. And then yeah. And then like the person falls down, the old housekeeper falls down the stairs, and, and like. like it looks like I think she. I thought she died there. And the thing well, is, she, she never actually, she never actually gets back up. The only reason, the only reason later on that we as an audience know, and I can, I guess I'll put no in like quote air quotes, yeah. that she's alive is because 
one of the characters goes up to her later and like, and, like checks. Che- checks her breath and yeah. she's apparently breathing. Yeah, but, but like she straight up basically dies there. Yeah, the way she fell was Well, I mean she falls like 12 times on her neck and then like smacks into the wall. Yeah. It was a concrete wall. <laughs> like, yeah. There was nothing about that scene that was so that, but then like like so you're laughing and then like literally like 2 seconds later you're like, "Oh shit." Like, yeah. "Oh, I can't, I feel so bad for laughing about that." Yeah. Um and it it didn't feel like a tonal like it, it didn't, didn't it didn't feel tonally inconsistent. Yeah, it didn't feel which was jarring amazing. or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like in a way that kick was also like kind of dark too, you oh, know. Oh, for sure. Um which is like I th- I thought that was just genius how he was able to control that. Mhm. Um Oh, you can keep talking. I'm oh, just... I was just okay. I was like, did yeah, it we're play? oh, we can cut that out. Look at that. Yeah, perfect. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so well, as the plot goes on, there, there's also the scene where um, they're hiding under the table. Uh, the whole family essentially, uh, three of the four are hiding under the table mm-hmm, and... because they're not actually supposed to be there. The housekeeper is supposed to be there, yeah, so, so she, the, mom the mom is, is fine. She's fine, and then but the other three are there and they're not supposed to. Yeah. And also, like it cannot come out that they're all one family. Yeah, and they're sc- like, why are they all there? And but uh, um, and then the rich dad is basically talking about how the poor dad smells. Yeah, and that's actually a recurring theme because they they bring that up. The first person to mention it is the the kid in the like the youngest youngest son of the rich family. Yeah, he brings up like, oh, Jessica, who's his, who's the um, poor daughter, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the driver smell the same. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, the dad keeps like every now and then he just brings up that smell, and it starts to really really get to the poor dad like mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah. I really liked that because like that's the only that's actually the only inkling we get that the um, of the dad being elitist. Like, up until that point, it's not... He's he's not... Uh, he's not necessarily portrayed as a particularly charitable person. Yeah. But also, like, he's fine. He's, he's a good enough guy. Yeah. And then this... Him consistently complaining about that smell, uh, the way that it's portrayed is, like, that smell to him is kind of like a... It, it, I don't know if this is actually... Just the way that it's portrayed sort of comes across as that's him looking down on another guy because of that status. Like, the smell is a status symbol somehow. Yeah. And I don't think that it's ever... That's not necessarily written into the script. Just the way that that's always shot and seeing the dad's reaction to that mm-hmm. always comes across like, oh, he thinks he's better than me and this is really upsetting. Yeah. Which is just, it's just kind of... In a way, like, the rich dad wasn't doing... No, it's, he it's was a just, weird thing for that to be the trigger, but also I kind of get it. Well, it's like I, uh, it's like one of those things where, like, they, they changed everything about themselves, right? They mm-hmm. can act, but they can't take away that one thing, right? Yeah. And that'll always keep them down, mm-hmm. is the smell. I just feel bad, like, the rich dad, he, I don't think, uh, he, he didn't know the dad. <laughs> every time he talks about the smell, or, like, I guess it's just, like, he didn't know... He was there the whole... Like, he wasn't yeah. really talking about it. And, like, he was never rude to the no, poor dad about the smell. He, he only mentioned it to his wife, right? Because yeah. it was, like, an intimate moment. But then he didn't know mm-hmm. <laughs> the poor dad was right under the table. And so. then, Well, and at the very end, uh, thing, thing, things go bad. And the guy from the bunker escapes the bunker and tries to... Basically, like, he escapes the bunker during the youngest son's... Uh, 
birthday party mm-hmm. and he like runs outside and basically tries to go on a killing spree and does yeah. not get very far actually he does kill uh, one of the main characters and then he gets like tackled I think by the da- by the rich dad no it's no? by the mom oh by the mom he so the, oh, the husband then, in the basement that was stored yeah. in the basement he he comes out he's pretty pissed because his wife died yeah from, uh, I guess she got a concussion from the the fall Falling down, down the, the stairs, stairs yeah. and then she just kind of eventually died which was really sad by the way yeah that whole scene of her trying to free her husband desperately mm-hmm. with her like teeth but she couldn't and then she was like throwing up in the toilet and then she just kind of like died like mm-hmm. it was just a really sad way to go out um but then yeah so the husband she kills the daughter yeah first. he kills the daughter and then he gets tackled by the mom who is the new housekeeper yeah and they just, start fighting i keep uh, there's like it, it's weird because there's it both all these families have a husband, a daughter, uh, <laughs> a, a wife, and a son. Yeah, it's hard so to it's, talk. About. It's hard to talk about without knowing the names, and yeah. I cannot remember the any. Poor of the daughter. Names. The poor daughter died. Yeah, and then. Um, Which was I, by the way, that whole scene, was just so visceral and real yeah you know? the way it was shot it was almost shot like a war movie which is super yeah, weird yeah um but yeah it, it came across very uh it was very intense and then yeah. at the very end um he so he gets tackled and i think he actually gets killed by the mom as well eventually yeah yeah but and then the rich dad goes over and he's and he uh while he's over at the guy's body he notices a smell, which is coming from that guy, and it's this poor person smell that we know about now. Yeah. And he covers his nose, and that triggers the uh, uh, that triggers the main the the poor dad to just run up and kill him. Yeah. See, I think it was more than just that. There was there was so many because I've read. Well, there's a lot of a things. Cu- there's a couple like I feel like some people or I read online that some people were confused like why why I, they they thought it was a reach for the dad to kill. Just kill the the other. I, there's poor dad to there's kill the a rich lot dad. going on there. I think that is that's the thing that puts him over the edge. But also at that point, like the poor dad has just tried to like save his daughter and failed, and he's and like yeah, his daughter is dying in front of him. The and rich, also the rich dad doesn't care at the all. The day right before he lost everything because his house flooded, like his yeah. his basement house flooded. Yeah. Um, he's in a very. Uh, He's in a very rough state, yeah. and then that one, to me, that incident was what sort of pushed him over the edge. It probably, it wasn't the reason that he killed the dad, the rich dad, but yeah. it was, like, the thing where he's like, all right, I've had enough of this. Yeah, and he goes to kill him, mm-hmm. um, which is honestly kind of satisfying to me. I think they made yeah. the dad at the end definitely seem more like an asshole. Which is weird, because, like, rich throughout- dad. Throughout the movie, he actually never, he actually very rarely does anything wrong. He comes across, he's, he's polite, he doesn't really do that much, yeah. he, but he does come across as an asshole by the end because of his specific relationship with the poor dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, I guess they talk a lot because yeah. the poor dad's the driver. Yeah. Um, But then also, there was the scene before where they're, it's for the birthday party, and then Basically, the the rich dad is making the poor dad do an a, like a silly little skit play for their son yeah. on his birthday, and he's telling him like this is your job you have to do this mm-hmm. so enjoy it right, um, and I think that was another like little tidbit of like yeah it, it might have it might have also been I I think the 
how they viewed the rich family changed a lot after they he lost his house. Yeah. So it might have been just like a perception thing. Whereas well, I I, think, he might have always just kind of been an asshole. Yeah, you know? I think this movie is very good about like showing what the perception is from. It's, it's very good about being from the point of view of the poor family because yeah. like um, they're. Because that's really it is the 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 rich family, their characters don't actually change that much throughout the entire movie. No. But the way that they're framed in re- in reference to the other family is the, that changes very much. Yeah. So like like I'm saying, if you read if you just read the script, there's probably nothing in it where the poor dad is actually or where the rich dad is actually doing something that's out of line. Like he he never comes like There's I said a couple of hints and well, stuff. Like, he, but, yeah. like I said, he doesn't come across as a particularly charitable guy. He doesn't come across as a very no. nice person. He just seems like but he, there's nothing average, he's doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who who sort of sometimes insensitive and yeah yeah. So there there was a couple. There's that line. Remember where he's he's like doing stuff. He's like making out with his wife and stuff. And then like he he at, talks about the the. The panties that you found in the the driver's car. Oh yeah, which was really I I still don't know how to interpret that. Like, <laughs> does he just goes give, buy like, me drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Their dirty talk was very strange. Yeah, I don't like. Do they have a fascination with the poor? Like it may, it turns them on or it, something. It or really what? felt like that in that scene. Like yeah, it was there's a couple like hints that the family was off, and it definitely like gets. Whereas, like, it reveals more as the movie goes along. Like, the rich daughter does not like being rich at all, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad is, yeah, kind of an elitist. The well, mom the thing is, is like, just really... It seems to me the rich daughter, I guess, doesn't like being rich, but it more comes across, like, she has nothing... She never has anything to worry in her, about in her life, so she's kind of exclusively interested in boys. Like, she, yeah. she's not interested in anything else. Like, yeah. her English sessions... Her English tutoring sessions are just excuses for her to make out with her tu- tutor. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just so it's just like the family was actually very dysfunctional. Yeah. Rich family. And mm-hmm. you, you start to realize that more and more of the mo- as the movie goes on. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, I don't have. I think that's kind of uh, all we got to say about Parasite. Yeah. So, I guess. Um, we're going to talk oh, about... Oh, do you want to talk about the ending? Sorry. Yeah, let's talk about the ending. So the the dad disappears. He murders, yeah. Yeah, he, he murders the guy, the rich, rich dad, <laughs> and then he disappears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and no one can find him. And yeah. what happens is that uh, earlier there was a CCTV camera that got disabled. And what he does is he goes in front of that camera, sneaks into the garage, and then goes into the sub... Ba- or goes into their basement and lives there. Mm. And because um, no one else knows no one about else, that. Yeah, no one else knows about Secret that. Um, and the realtor who sells the house shortly after never mentions it because the realtor doesn't know about it. So mm-hmm. he ends up living in this house uh, with the German family that moves in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just lives there forever. Yeah. And what he as does. Far as, yeah. yeah. And as so he, and then know. he writes this letter to his son explaining what happened. And delivers it using the uh, using the lights in Morse code every night mm-hmm. for I don't know how long. Yeah. But then his son uh, writes back, and his son basically like decides what he's gonna do with his life is he's gonna get really rich and he's gonna buy the house. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, one, I don't know that I believe that. 
and two, like what his son is basically saying is he's got he's he's ambitious now. Like he, his goal, and he wants to get rich he, the right way. Yeah, he wants to get rich the right way, and he wants to get that house, yeah. which nice. But also, uh, it's just trapping him into the life he's kind of already in because mm-hmm. he's not interested in. Um, he's not interested in getting rich the right way and then becoming, I don't know, doing something with his life, I guess. He's only interested in uh, getting his family back together, which I understand, but also it sort of, it, it does, it kind of traps him. Mm-hmm. And so the message to me is that like this fam, this poor family is sort of trapped into this life of being poor forever, whether they like it or not. Yeah, because even if the son manages to achieve his goal of buying that house and bringing the whole family back together. Yeah. So, so so what? Yeah. Well, also, it's just extremely unlikely. It's Yeah. And that's the thing is, if that happens, he's trapped into the poor life he's in now, except that he's rich now. Yeah. And if not, then he's just poor forever. Yeah. So just and it was just I don't know the, the ending like it really. It was just so sad because the family was torn apart. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the the son who I I don't he didn't seem all there anymore. If that makes yeah, because he was I guess he almost died. Um, he was hit in the head and they had to conduct brain sh- surgery on yeah. him. Yeah, and then the mom who, well, the mom was the only one that kind of made it out all she okay, made it, but she made it out physically fine. Physically, but she but lost amazed. her daughter. She basically lost her husband. Yeah, and like her son is, I mean. Her son is still there. He managed to survive the brain surgery, but, but like also she had to not, wait for that brain surgery, right? Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't entirely know if the son was completely okay. I guess it's never because you never really see him do, do much after yeah. the accident or what, or not the accident, the incident. Um, it was just I thought it was just such a sad way to end the movie, and mm-hmm. it made sense because like it just shows the consequences of what they did, which makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, but then also, like, you, you did, like, they, not only did they lose, like, what they gained throughout the movie, they, they come out of that, of the whole thing. Worse off than when they started. Yeah, because at least at the start they had each other, right? Yeah. And now they're poor, or at least the main character is poor, and he also lost half his family. Yeah. Um, the only thing I guess he gained is the ambition to do things the right way, but. But, like. It's oh. not like he didn't have that at the start. I mean, I um, guess he didn't exactly have a reason, but they were trying to like scrape well, by with real jobs. Well, they wanted, they Barely. they wanted to to make money. Yeah. Well, that's like that's the thing. Like you could tell that. I, I like how the movie. It wasn't just a whole thing of this movie. This this family. They're smart. They're ambitious, but they're poor for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. This, it was kind. They were kind of. They weren't that smart. They were kind of lazy in some ways. Yeah. Um, and, and then like, they were, they were actually kind of morally ambiguous too, because they infiltrate the family. The, the son is making out with the, the, the underage daughter, I yeah. think. Um, like in, in a way you can kind of like, and with the, the pizza boxes at the start, they, mm-hmm. they didn't, I guess they the didn't dad, do a very good job, but no, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. And, um, just everything about that, it, it makes sense mm-hmm. for why they were that way. In some ways. Yeah. And uh, where was I going with this? I think, like, you, so that's where they were at the start. And at the end, they, I mean, yeah. are things Oh, better? sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, yeah. So it's just he he kind of learns that you kind of you kind of got to work with this. You can't cheat your way into success. 
Mm-hmm. At least for him. I don't I don't know if that was actually the theme, but that's what he kind of learns. But the thing is, like, I, I wonder if... So there's clearly a theme of you can't cheat your way to success, but also the movie doesn't exactly make much of a point in can you just earn your way to success? Because it's sort of the only way that anyone succeeded in that movie was just by cheating. And they didn't they didn't succeed in the end, but like all yeah. of the, the only good things that happen happen to people that aren't you know that that certainly don't have the moral high ground anyway. Well, I don't think like no one no one, no one in this movie came out. <laughs> no. Until everyone lost. All exactly. the characters lost. So it's sort of the the ending of the movie is supposed to be kind of hopeful, but this is really a hopeless movie. No. Yeah, well that's the thing. So they the last I think the last image is him writing a, a a message to his dad. And him acting out that message. Because what happens is the last thing you see is he buys the house. Yeah. Him and his mother go out on the backyard yeah. and then his dad comes and up, you, which probably doesn't happen. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. I, I saw that scene. I was, it was kind of like, like, ah, oh, that makes no sense. Cause mm-hmm. like what he, he looks the same age and he's just going to buy the house. Like yeah. it didn't take him that long, but then the, and I, I thought that was the end of the movie, but I, th- I still thought it was sweet, you know, mm. like, the dad gets to reunite with the family again, um, and they, they own the house, I guess, which is kind of nice. But then, like, um, and then it cuts back to him writing the letter, mm-hmm. and then you're left thinking, like, oh, like, so does, like, it does, it implies that we don't know if it yeah. happens or not. He's dreaming of it. But I feel like it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the thing is, like, it's not saying, that's, well, now that I think about it, I don't know what the movie's trying to say, because... They tried to cheat the system, and they ended up, everyone kind of just ended up losing at that point. But he's going to play with the system, but I think it it was kind of pointing towards he never makes, he never he never ends up rich. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult to know exactly what this movie is trying to say, but if I had to guess, I would say it's like, you can't cheat the system, but also the system doesn't like you. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It just, yeah, the whole thing, it just felt like a commentary on, um, I guess, what just what the poor have to do. It's kind of a commentary on class without any answers. Like, it doesn't give you answers. Exactly. It just, it's, it just comments. It gives you almost answers. That's almost. the thing, which is kind of nice, where it, it, it makes you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's no answer to their situation, no. right? Because, like, 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 yeah, I, I feel like if you just gave the whole family, like, jobs in a way, like, it wouldn't work out for them because right. they don't seem like the type of people that they they don't want to just work. You yeah, know? they they want something more from life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyways, amazing movie. Yes, uh, I would definitely recommend it. I think it's in 100%. some theaters still. Maybe. Ah, uh, maybe there's one theater in Vancouver playing it, which was I I went and the, the it was pretty packed. I was surprised. Oh wow. Um, like I was expecting like because it's been like two months. There's one theater showing it and like I was expecting like four or five what was people. the theater that was showing uh, it was called like Cineplex Odeon oh yeah in okay. Vancouver yeah. um but yeah it was like half full and it was great like either way it should there's a chance it might even be on DVD or for rental or something by yeah. the time this episode comes out yeah so because I'm sure it's gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna make one they're gonna make like a big DVD push probably right before the mm-hmm. Oscars yeah I de- I definitely say it's picking up steam from mm-hmm. like but anyways, yeah, great movie. I'd say probably my favorite movie of 2019, Lighthouse. 
Maybe so, the kids kind of, I want to say it's kind of up there with Lighthouse. Those two are like my picks. So uh, the way I wanted to end this episode is, uh, what are your three, like this is clearly up there. Yeah. What are your three favorite movies of 2019? 2019. Oh, man. I say top three because I have a very specific top I'm three. I'm trying to, but, like, I, have, I, I feel like I have to think about it, though. I shouldn't, like, I should know. I would probably say mm, Parasite for best. Oh, yeah. And then Lighthouse second best. And then, from what I, I would, I want to say Avengers Endgame. That's fair. For, th- for third. I, yeah, Avengers I've, Endgame was so satisfying. It was so satisfying, and I've never, I've never felt so much emotion watching a movie. Right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say my first two are the same, Parasite and then The Lighthouse, and then my third is Midsummer. Mm. Which I'm probably going to... this year? That was this year, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm probably going to talk about that quite a bit more when we do our Oscars uh, podcast. I don't think it's going to get nominated for anything, but Um, there's a few where I think it should have. I could see, like, production design. Um, Production... Maybe cinematography... I think there's I think there's way better stuff for cinematography, okay. so I don't think it'll get cinematography. Uh-huh. It should get like screenplay. Uh, I, 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 I did so. not like the movie. Oh, you didn't so, like it, eh? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited to talk about it though. Cause... Yeah, well, um, either we'll talk about it a little. We'll probably like touch on all three of those movies during the during our Oscars podcast, and we'll see we'll see what movies we all have left. Like we might do a midsummer episode at some point. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe we'll do it. Are you going to be around this summer? We'll do it mid-summer. Yeah. All right. Perfect. That's kind (laughs) of scary now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you next week. And uh, next week is probably actually last week. We'll see what happens. Last week. Oh, yeah. By the time this comes out, the next episode that we're recording will probably already be out. Yeah. So, so, okay. Oh, my gosh. This uh, this schedule is rough. Very confusing. But, yeah, anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Peace.